Hey friend, happy July. I just want to thank you so much for being here inside this Addicted to the Climb community and listening to this podcast every week when it comes out. I'm so thankful for you in every single way. I'm praying for you to be healthy and strong all summer long and that you just keep climbing towards those goals. Stay tuned because I'm super excited to be opening the doors to the mastermind that's coming again in September. So stay tuned where you can apply and send your application to see if you will be a good fit for that. Have an amazing month ahead, an amazing week ahead, and enjoy this episode to keep you climbing higher. Welcome to Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyen. As a faith-fueled health and transformation coach, author, and breast cancer survivor, my mission is to provide you with the wisdom, the tools, and all the success tips that I've learned along my own journey in health, fitness, faith, and personal development. Plus, you'll hear some incredible and inspiring conversations that will motivate you and empower you to keep on climbing no matter what you're going through. Let's buckle up to start a brand new climb together and start showing up differently as we work our way to the top. Right now, this is your time to take in all the positivity and all the blessings that God has for you. So let's get started. Hey guys, we're back with another show and a great show this week. I'm super excited to talk all things confidence. You guys know that I talk a lot about building up our courage, but it does take confidence as well. I feel they go hand in hand. So I brought on a confidence expert today to share her tips on how we can really start creating more confidence in our lives, along with other women, because I believe we need to lock arms together because we can rise up higher when we do it together. And I know my guest today feels that same exact way. So I'd like to welcome today, Rachel Brooks to the show. She's an entrepreneur and CEO with a passion for empowering women to become the best versions of themselves, both personally and professionally. She's the founder of The Confident Woman, a lifestyle and media brand dedicated to educating, inspiring, and empowering women to create lasting change from within. I cannot wait to dig into everything you're doing, Rachel. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. And guys, she also has a podcast, The Confident Woman, that I was a guest on. So make sure you go over there right now. Find her show, find our conversation, because it was another great conversation just to empower you as you keep climbing. So Rachel, where do you want to start? I would love to know, well, how in the world, let's jump right in to the meat right away. Where did you start thinking to yourself that you want to bring more confidence to people? Tell us how this all evolved for you. You know, and I always say like for every story, there's a backstory. And I feel like in in our space, right, we 
we're positioning ourselves. It's like, you know, we got our podcast, we know what we're doing and you know, we're, we're pouring this all back into our listeners and our audience. And the reality is we didn't just wake up with this one day and just be like, okay, this is it. This is what we're going to do. I think, you know, speaking from my story and my perspective, this all came from my own experiences. This was something that I felt called and, and led to, um, I felt that I was divinely inspired through my, through, through God and through my story, which he radically transformed my life from the inside out. And in that context was this woman that came out of this transformation that now had cultivated this, this feeling inside. And I was like, what, what is this feeling? And it, was confidence. It was confidence in a way that I had never experienced in my life. And I always thought that confidence was for other people that they were naturally born with it or gifted it or whatever that is. And I never really thought that that was something that was for me. And through my own transformation journey of overcoming so much of just, you know, our past experiences, our, our traumas, our stories are, are all the things that life happens to you and flipping that on its head. And now looking at it from a place of inspiration, hope, and encouragement, and now using my life's experience as a way to show others that what is possible for them too, when we stop looking at life as again, being a victim of our circumstances and our situations, but now leveraging the, the power behind that and saying, no, 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 life is happening for us. And what can we do today to become a better version of ourselves tomorrow? And so it really did take me kind of going back to the beginning and getting, getting myself out of this rut that I had been so accustomed to in, in terms of, you know, confidence, it was comfort and in, you know, consistency, it was, you know, inconsistent. And so it was about setting these foundational pillars and these pieces that I was able to confidently step towards the goals that I was working towards. And I think that also came from just stripping down, you know, the magnitude of our visions and, and our goals, because they seem so big and lofty, but yet it's again, being in the presence and just taking one day at a time, one step at a time. And so that's how I have found my own instilled confidence was just slowing things down, taking a step back, getting crystal clear and assessing what it is that I am here on this earth to do for the short period of time that I'm blessed with and looking at it from a way that how can I now give back to others in a way that is it feels most in alignment with who I am at this point. And that was that, that version of this confident woman that had been birthed from my own experiences. And that was like the gift that I said, wow, if I could do this, every other woman could do this. And if this is a gift for me, I got to share it with everyone because I feel so deeply that every woman in every individual, and for that fact, is created with, on, and for purpose. But from a from a woman's perspective here, every woman is that confident woman. She just needs to know it, believe it, and become it. And well, that has been my story and my transformation and what I do to empower others to do the same. Oh my gosh, you just unpacked so much. And it's such a beautiful evolution of seeing you go from this woman that we all can relate to. Let's be honest, you guys, we can all relate to that woman that just doesn't feel it. We just feel mm -hmm. unworthy at times. But to know that 
it's up to us to just put on put on our big girl pants, rise above our storms. Because Rachel, I know that you had, and you and I have chatted and you've gone through struggles with body dysmorphia, eating disorders, self-esteem, self-image issues. And I can I can tell you right now, I'm gonna say a high percentage of my listeners probably can relate to at least one of those, if not more than one of those. And myself included. Because when I was in the fitness competing, I mean, I had a whole lot of issues going on mentally, Mm -hmm. but I love how you said, you know, you did the work, you decided to set foundational pillars in your life because you knew God called you for more. And ladies listening right now, I want you to know God doesn't choose to call just one or two of us. He's choosing you right now. You need to know that. We're not different or special. There's no favorites. I, 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 think, I think I say that in every podcast because I really truly want people, not just women to know that there are no favorites. God is calling you higher. He doesn't want you staying the same in that stuck mode or in the eating disorder or wrapped in your own negative, negative thoughts. So how, Rachel, did you start? You said small steps. So I'm going back a little bit, but what if you could talk to the woman right now in the struggle of not knowing she's exhausted and frustrated and lost herself in this turmoil, what were your baby steps that you started to take that brought you back to life? Yeah, I, I love this question because it's so true when we look at, you know, we we're here on this earth and there's just so much that we want to do with our lives. And maybe sometimes we don't even have that clarity or the direction, but we just say like, is this it? Like this literally every day felt like groundhog's day. Like this is it. There's got to be more. And I remember at this point where I just knew I wanted something more. I I had like lackluster joy in my life that was unhappy. I did not like the reflection of myself in the mirror. And, and I kept getting stuck at that point where it's like, okay, well, if I, if I look a certain way, then I can go do this. If I can, um, have this, this thing, then I'll, you know, be happy. If I could, um, do this thing, then I'll be content and feel at peace. And it's just, it it felt very external and I couldn't get past the own reflection in the mirror because I felt that myself and my situations and circumstances were what was holding me back from achieving that thing that I felt, okay, well, I have a vision, I have a plan, I have a dream, but I I can't get past myself. And I think for many women, they could find some relatability in that because it's like, yeah, you don't look the part, you don't have the degree, you don't have this, the credentials, the experience of this, right? And it becomes this external seeking of more. But that more is actually the internal seeking and finding, and that's what you truly discover. So these little bite-sized pieces that I started doing for myself were stripping down what were those obstacles that were standing in my way. For me, it was how I physically felt and looked. Did I feel comfortable in the body I was in? At that time, I did not. So I started thinking, well, what haven't I done? Which I literally had done everything at this point up until you know, bringing on, um, some outside help. I had to admit, Hey, I can't, I can't do this alone. I need to ask for help. 
I hired my first nutrition and fitness coach just so I can get on my own rut and build a relationship with myself that I felt I could, you know, be in this body and treat it with love and respect and nourish. And, and, you know, what I say about creating that lasting change within it, it ultimately comes down to that. It's creating a healthy body, a positive mindset, and a soul filled with self-love and gratitude. And those were the foundational pieces that I started just from working on self. So I can be content in a place where, okay, check that box off. Let's move on to the next piece. And the next piece was about service and mission. And so taking little bite-sized pieces again, how can I be of service and a mission and mission? So that was volunteering in, um, you know, in my community, it was attending church. It was about being in proximity of others in community so that I could feel that it wasn't about me. Um, and so some of these steps that I'm that I'm you know sharing here where I think that the majority of our suffering comes from when we're so focused on self and when we release the focus of self that is in replacement and that's where service comes in and so not only was I creating a a healthy relationship with the woman I saw in the mirror but I was getting out of my own head by being in proximity of community and volunteerism and and just different things and just as a way that I can serve so if you think of it cognitively, I wasn't even thinking about myself. I was always in a place of service. And so that became freeing. The unlearning and undoing the damage was freeing. And so it was essentially making space to continue stepping in purpose and in alignment with the vision and the mission of where I was going. And I wasn't getting caught up on the superficial external lack thereof. And through this consistent you know, building these stepping stones, like I say, consistency compounded over time yields results. So not only was I physically changing, I was mentally changing, emotionally changing, spiritually, I was growing. And this confidence, this newfound confidence, like, wow, this is me. This is the same person in the mirror that I, I hated. I was at this point of self-loathing. So also a fitness competitor. So, you know, that, that discipline and the control and, and finding ways that were negatively, um, you know, ways I can control and manipulate my body now became from a place of self love and compassion and respect and care and nurturing, because this body is just a vehicle to vessel here for my higher calling. And so I had to really rid the ideas and belief of an of this world that was placed upon me is that that was the expectation of who I should be. And it was about going inward and finding and becoming who I'm created to be. I love it. And I think a lot of times, and you know this personally, but you know, a lot of times we're all about chasing perfection. <laughs> I know that's a little segue, but we are, and you guys will understand what I mean in a minute, but really what does perfection even mean, you guys, when you really think about it? Sometimes we think we have to do it that way, or because everybody's doing it this way, or they look this way, or whatever. Even if you're a mom right now and you think you have to mother the way she's mothering, that's not true. You're called and you're unique, and you have different gifts than everybody else. Your calling is different. You might not be called to be the mother that your neighbor is next door. And that's okay. But as women, we tend to compare. And then we think we're not good enough because she's doing it better. So I just want you to know you are who you are. 
God created you perfectly. And I'm not trying to preach right now, but I am because I want you to know that chasing perfection will lead you to dead ends. And you know what, Rachel, you can take it away because you wrote the book on it. And <laughs> listen, and that just came out and I was going to talk about the book, but I want you to speak on why you picked that title and how it applies to everything that you're doing right now. So funny you mentioned the title, because to be honest, that, that title was like a last minute title. I, I had, I had a whole nother title and I remember going through the publishing process and somebody had said, oh, that title's so trope. And I was like, I don't even know that word. So I had to turn, I Googled, I was like, okay, what is trope? And I was like, Ooh, I see what she means now. Okay. I don't know and what that word means. <laughs> so what is trope. Um, and that was just several years ago. I looked it up, but it, it just basically means like it's blase. It's boring. It's, it's okay. not, it doesn't have any grandiose magnitude. Like why would somebody pick up a, a book titled, you know, my former previously titled book. And at the time it was just kind of like a placeholder title because I, I didn't really feel, and I didn't resonate with that title as it was, but going through the motions of writing my book and, and publishing and doing all that stuff. And through conversation with one woman, I would just share my story. And she's like, well, it sounds like you're chasing perfection. I was like, well, yeah. And she goes, no, like that should be the title. And I said, let me think about that. So I go back to my manuscript and I hit like control find. And I just put the word perfect, like some version of it. Sure enough, like 144 times it came up. I said, clearly, I didn't even realize that I was, but this made the most sense because as we look at the storytelling and, and those who, who, you know, if you can, please do, I encourage you to read my book, but you read the book and there's this, the storyline. It's, it's the whole journey. And in that journey of chasing something that is so, it, it, so unattainable, and it's this mirage and ideal that our world has placed upon that if you achieve these things, you're going to get those internal rewards, the happiness, the love, the respect, the compassion, the empathy, the, the peace, the recognition, whatever that is. And in reality, we're all chasing after something. And what is your perfect? Is perfect those extra zeros in your bank account? Is perfect that next position in, in your corporate job? Whatever that is, we're all seeking after something. And so for me, my ideal at that time was perfection was if I just finally stopped chasing and running away from this body that had been used, abused, you know, from, from my own to others, to uh, you know, we all come with a past. And there was so much trauma that was associated with the loving relationship that I wish that I had for my body, that I was externally seeking it through other things, through food, uh, through fitness, through uh, my job, through my career, through all these other things, because I thought that that would internally make me happy. And so after just chasing and chasing and chasing, hitting burnout led me just broken and confused. And I'm sitting at this, you know, rock bottom of my, my self-made pit and wondering, how did I get here? And not only that, how did I get here? How do I get out of here? And so it took me unraveling all of my past from my beliefs to my thoughts, to my actions, to the daily habits and behaviors to figure out those were all life choices. 
And even though our circumstances of things that had happened to us, they don't define us. That is in the past. We don't live there anymore. And in this future version of where I wanted to become and do and achieve and all the stuff that was outside this pit, I had to get real raw and nitty gritty honest in this pit of despair. And that was in that present moment. And in the present is where I got to face my past, but I also got to rebuild and create a vision and a future for myself that felt so much more in alignment with where God was leading me. Because in that pit was where God was transforming me. He was preparing me. He was calling me and he was qualifying me at that time. And all I had to do was just say, yes, and I, and as soon as I said yes to writing this book, to this life change, to this commitment, to the vision, to everything I'm doing, everything has all been it, it just, I don't want to say it was easy, but things start to align and you start knowing when it becomes in flow and there's ease, that's God's path for you because oh, the re- the so- resistance isn't there. Yes, that is so good. That is exactly how my life has changed, transformed. Because for me, it was, and I can relate so much when on what you just said about being aligned. Listen, people, if you're not feeling what she's saying, if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, I don't feel, for me, it's going right to prayer, no matter mm-hmm. what. Because if you want to feel you're in your purpose and in your calling, because we all have one. I really do believe that it might not be to be a million dollar earner or you be the financial person in your family, like finance person, in your family, whatever your calling could be that you are the most generous person or a great, gracious mom. Like it doesn't matter. There's no label. I don't want you to just think about being the best in your job or this or that or a title. Your calling is something God gave you. and for you to feel that you have purpose here on this earth. And once you pray about that and let him in, because this is a Christian faith-fueled Bible um, podcast, we can talk about all things Jesus and God here, because I believe that in the power of prayer, that he will direct your steps. So you will be in the alignment and you will know what your purpose is. Like Rachel because you said when you were in rock bottom, that's where you were shown. That's really when it happens, you guys. That, And I'm not saying wait till your next struggle comes around, you'll figure out your purpose. But a lot of times when you look back at your brokenness, that's where you're being built. And mm-hmm. for me, especially going through breast cancer, like, I mean, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be able to talk to other women that, hey, be a cheerleader. You can get through this too. All of our brokenness, lead somewhere if you choose it to be. And Rachel, you're just a beautiful example of climbing your way out of these, you call them self-made pits and climbing your way out of the, the, the depths of those dark places where a lot of times people don't want to put the work in. They stay there because we get mm-hmm. what? Comfortable in our comfort yep. zones. In despair, and discouragement and all that negativity is a place of comfort at times if you stay there too long. And I'm firsthand mm-hmm. speaking because I did it after my mom passed away. I stayed too long. And if I could just tell you right now, the quicker you can get yourself back up and on your feet, take the step, buy the workout clothes, do something, You those small baby steps. And you said this in the beginning, 
will create the great rewards, right? I mean, it's all mm-hmm. about the baby steps. That's it. And we, right. make, we make it so difficult for ourselves at times. But again, I just want to reinforce that it's work, you guys. It is work. Nothing's going to happen unless you make things happen. So I've seen right. you, Rachel, like evolve and it's just, it's an amazing and incredible thing that you've done to now go ahead and impact and empower women to do the same. So talk to us about what you are doing in your community and what you have going on. Yeah. And so, you know, coming out of this, um, you know, for those listening, listen, this is, this is not an overnight success. This isn't even like a monthly thing or, you know, a year, this is an ongoing process. Every day now begins with a choice of how you're going to show up for yourself. And so that is, is the, the challenge as soon as I wake up and I open my eyes and I, I, I give thanks to God and I do my prayer. I have an intimate moment with my creator and, and I ask him, you know, what is on, what is on my to-do list for you? Like you give me the to-do list first. And then, yeah, I got my plans and my action steps and things that I'm doing, but yet again, do they align? And so um, you know, creating co-creating with my creator has been an incredible experience. And so here, you know, now that I'm able several years later, you know, I'm out of that pit, but doesn't mean that I haven't gone into other pits throughout these, these years, because the truth is we're, we're flawed. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to make the wrong choices at times, but it's about how quickly we can, you know, pick ourselves back up and having that resiliency. And that does come from being confident, confident and okay. Yep. Poor choice landed down. Let's get back up. And so as I continue this journey, it's all about now at this point, just inspiring, encouraging, and empowering others to live their best life and create a life that they absolutely love. And you know how we do that again, we work through our pillars. So for me, it's my foundational pillars, which is fit from within. And that's where I focus each, you know, for me, this is, this is my philosophies, which I share with our community as well. But the four pillars to build a solid foundation is your mental, emotional, your spiritual, and your physical. And that becomes a byproduct of that inner fitness. So I flipped that whole script where we don't have to look externally and think that, you know, if we have if we have everything in place, we get to do the things that bring us joy. And then therefore we become that person as that byproduct. When now it's about being, then doing, and then having. And so we flip that. And so in, in our community, um, you know, in communities, and when I refer to that, it's in our virtual space, it's in our in-person space, we're making this impact. And so we have an eight-week program that we just launched. We're super excited about it. It's called the Confident Woman Impact Accelerator. We go through eight weeks that really are building those skill sets to developing um, uh, a positive mindset to overcoming challenges and obstacles and, and our, our limiting beliefs to creating a vision for ourselves, finding our strengths, passions, and, and really just cultivating what that looks like for you. And then becoming a version of that, that is, is your highest and best self. So not only do we have that program, but obviously my book, chasing perfection, a journey to healing, fitness, and self-love, which we continue to spread the word. And, and, uh, you know, really that is my, why that is my story. That is the backbone of everything that I have created into this, this space, which is the confident woman, a lifestyle media brand. So lifestyle is that holistic lifestyle where are, are we, are we living in, 
you know, integrity, integral lives? Are we showing up in as our best and most authentic self, right? Not what other people want us to be, but what truly aligns with you? Are those values in alignment with your creator or your purpose? Um, and so when we start looking at who you, who you want to become, that's what we help, you know, you to achieve by providing the tools, the resources, the community, um, everything to really just empower you from within to become the confident woman that you're created to be. So everything again is, is all part of, of the bigger picture, which is the vision and the mission. And I just happen to be kind of at the, the helms here to steer it and, and be a part of it and be a witness to it. And it's an incredible journey. It really, really is. It is. I so relate. And I always say, I'm just the messenger. (laughs) That's exactly what we are. Honestly, Mm -hmm. when, when you're co-laboring and making God your CEO of your business, especially, you don't have to worry about the hustle part of it. And so much, he will find the people that need you. And so you're the messenger for him. And that's how the way I look at my business at all times, because otherwise I would be stressed out trying to hustle and try to find, you know, doing all the things. So I love that. And I love that you had mentioned earlier that about gratitude. I just want to touch on that because it has been such a transformational piece to my life when I started saying, I'm thankful. I'm so grateful because I didn't do that for a long time. I just wouldn't think about it. And once I started incorporating that in my life, like even about something small in my business, wow, I'm so thankful I had that phone call today with that person. It just changes things. It really does. Your mind, it empowers you in a different way. So if you're not saying what you're grateful for, please start doing it. It will just change something inside you. And you you DM me and tell me if it works because it does. Yeah. It's so, yeah. right? It's so important. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because it is, it's really about cultivating an attitude of gratitude yes. because even in our darkest moments, we can look around and be like, you know, life is, it's, it's falling apart. Things are terrible. What is there to be grateful for? You can find the most littlest thing in that moment, just simple fact, sunshining today, right? I mean, it could be anything, but when, when we do, we're shifting that focus from the negative to the positive. And the more we're doing that, we're, we're rewiring our brain. We're rewiring our, our emotions. And so even in the darkness, there's always light. And that's your job is to intentionally seek that out. And the more you seek that out, the more you create more of what you want. And that that's true for anything in life. And so gratitude, yes, is a, it's a daily practice. It's a daily choice. And it is something that will drastically change your life. Um, Cause I remember when I first started, I, I could not find anything I was grateful for. And I remember the very first entry and I bought a gratitude journal. Cause I was like, okay, I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do this part. And I got my gratitude journal. And I remember sitting outside on a summer day and just staring at it. it said, list three things you're grateful for. I literally did not know what to put. So I just put my cat the sun, the, the sounds of the birds were chirping because they were kind of nice at the time. And then I put myself and I said, I don't know, but I feel like I'm supposed to put that there, but I'll figure that out later. And I remember looking at my three entries and I was just like, eh, okay, it's a start, but you know what? That start has led to an entire lifestyle of being grateful and sharing that. And even, even creating gratitude journals and, and gratitude into our practice. And so it really has been a transformative 
um, tool that I highly encourage anyone to just do. It's free. It's easy. And it's Mm -hmm. literally up to you. Exactly. It's free. It's easy. And it can shift your thoughts in a millisecond right on the spot. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I'm so glad we brought that up. It's so good to talk about that at least once a day. Remind Mm -hmm. yourself to be grateful. Well, I just want to say that I'm grateful to have you on the show today. This has been so amazing, beautiful conversation to empower my listeners to just really take action, you guys. I mean, we cannot say that enough on every single episode because without action, nothing gets done. So if you're stuck in a rut, you're just feeling blah, what can you do today to just feel better? Maybe it's just get outside, do something. Don't stay where you are. God doesn't want you to stay where you are. Okay. So Rachel, where can they find you? You can find me on all platforms at I am Rachel Brooks, as well as my website, I am rachelbrooks.com. And of course, my book is available everywhere that books are sold. So it's called Chasing Perfection, A Journey to Healing, Fitness and Self-Love. So please, if you do read it, reach out to me. My favorite platform to hang out and get DMs is Instagram. So let me know what you think of it. And I'd love to connect further. I'm so excited. And if you guys love this episode, you know the drill by now please drop a review. I would be so appreciative and screenshot us, tag us on social so we can share this empowering message to more people to inspire more lives. Thank you so much, Rachel, again, for being here. Thank you listeners for tuning in today. I pray you have a beautiful and blessed week ahead. Until next week, keep on climbing. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for being here every week because my goal is to always empower and inspire you so you can keep on climbing even when life gets tough. If you felt blessed today, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And one of the ways you can help me is if you would leave me a five-star rating and a review. This is really how I can help more people just like you. You can do this right on your podcast app on your phone. It's super easy. It will only take one minute. Also, if you want to be part of my private community on Facebook, head over there to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, and I'll meet you inside. Or you can even head over to my website, kellytian.com, to get more inspiration and resources to keep you on your own climb. Thank you again and have a healthy and happy week.